The chairman of a large private equity firm is the ultimate decision maker. Which companies to buy? How many billions to pay? Who to hire as CEO? How many millions to pay? If his judgment is flawed, the chairman loses everything. Maybe even his freedom. But if he negotiates the lies, lawsuits, and vendettas that haunt his world, he becomes one of the richest and most powerful men on earth. Christian Gillette gazed out from the pulpit at a grim-faced congregation, then down on an open coffin, and Bill Donovan's face. Until two days ago, Donovan had been the chairman. Gillette was just 36, but suddenly that enormous responsibility had been thrust upon him, the decision to promote him made by a razor-thin majority of Everest Capital investors late yesterday at the climax of an emotionally charged meeting held in a conference room overlooking Wall Street. The controversial vote had come within three days of Donovan's death, as stipulated in the partnership's operating agreement. The world has lost a great man, Gillette declared, ending his brief eulogy. Donovan wouldn't have wanted something long and drawn out. He'd been obsessive about efficiency, and the lesson had been learned. As Gillette stepped down from the pulpit, he heard the muffled sobs of family, the stony silence of enemies. Donovan had touched many lives, for better and worse. It was the inevitable consequence of being chairman. I'm sorry for your loss, Anne, Gillette said quietly, getting down on one knee before the veiled widow in the front pew. We all admired Bill very much. Thank you, she whispered. Gillette rose and moved deliberately up the cathedral's center aisle, pausing to acknowledge high-profile guests. George Stockman, U.S. Senator from New York. Richard Harris, CEO of U.S. Petroleum. Jeremy Cole, quarterback of the New York Giants. Miles Whitman, Chief Investment Officer of North America Guarantee in Life. Thomas Warfield, President of J.P. Morgan Chase. Each one standing up well before Gillette reached him, pledging their loyalty and assistance in low voices after taking one of his hands in both of theirs each with a different agenda, but all focused on one thing, Gillette's sudden control of billions. Gillette gave them a subtle nod in return, studying their expressions with his piercing gray eyes, gauging their sincerity. For the first time truly experiencing the power he now wielded, the three men who until yesterday had been his equals Troy Mason, Ben Cohen, and Nigel Faraday, trailing him at a respectful distance as he worked his way up the maroon carpet. Not until Gillette had made it to the back of the church did the congregation begin filing out. Dark clouds hung low over New York City, and raw November gusts whipped trash and newspapers down Park Avenue as Gillette moved through the church's arched double doorway. It had been a warm autumn, until the day of Donovan's death.